Welcome today in the Film Sessions podcast. We are excited to have Billy Martindale. So, Billy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I'm 17. I'm from a little town in Maryland, really close to D.C. And in general, I've just always found storytelling and specifically filmmaking really um, beneficial to myself, my growth. And I've really enjoyed making and telling stories recently. Yeah, wonderful. And, and I agree as well. Filmmaking really is uh, a unique art and creative in the way that uh, it really allows for a unique form of creative expression that's not really found in, in other forms of, of expressing yourself really. So uh, I agree, it's definitely a very unique art. Um, so what inspired you to first get started in filmmaking? Well, in like fifth grade, I was always telling stories even before then, like I would always be drawing. I'm not even a good artist, but I'd always draw. And my parents didn't really like movies that much, but my grandma was obsessed with them. So no matter what, she would always take us out to watch movies. Sometimes we watched stuff that I hated. Like we watched The Hobbit when I was like five or something. Yeah. Just like, and I just got really used to watching movies and I got really into it. And so mm -hmm. my grandma really inspired me in that way. And then uh, in seventh grade, I made this comic book about these two kids in my class who I didn't like. And mm -hmm. the story was them trying to kill me because I was trying to be funny and all that, that sort of stuff. And in eighth grade is when I turned that into a movie. And that was my first movie, the, the movie of Andy and Farhan. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, definitely a unique story. Um, yeah, so tell us a little bit more about your filmmaking journey and, and career. And yeah. how do you continue to pursue your, your career and your journey in filmmaking? Yeah, of course. So to build off of Andy and Farhan, uh, that was my first one. It was a complete joke movie. Um, my, my school loved it, of course. It was very funny. And then between eighth grade and like middle of ninth grade, we kind of made like a lot of lot of movies based on that whole like timeline. We had like four Andy and Farhan movies, all very loose and funny. And uh, we made one movie called Nick Likes Leslie, which is based on my friend, uh, Nick, liking this girl. So that was an inside joke uh, mm. on its own. And yeah. we ran into some issues with like, sometimes the school wasn't happy with us making movies, um, which definitely hurt. But recently the school has actually been very accommodating with us recently. Um, and then after ninth grade, I wanted to take a break on more like goofy movies and wanted to kind of work on my own craft. So I started, I made a challenge that I heard from a YouTube uh, YouTuber called Carson Runquest to make one uh, one film a month. So I would make two minute films that were pretty uh, substanceless to be honest. Um, and at the end of that, it was around junior year. Mm -hmm. And my last movie, I wanted to make a big movie. So I decided to make a movie that uh, was called I'm My Own Imposter which mm -hmm. is uh, about someone struggling with mental health, um, but it manifests into an Among Us character, um, which is kind of weird. And in general, I try to make my movies based off like something that might seem like small or might be a joke and kind of elevated to a more serious or uh, meaningful, uh, something more meaningful. So I'm an imposter, you know, everyone would tell stupid Among Us jokes at our school. It was beaten to the ground, especially my friend Liam. Um, and I one time came up to him in our English class and I was like, hey, do you want to star in my movie? And he said, yes. And then I wrote up a script the period before and then I just kept adding to him and kept having ideas. And I thought it was really interesting to tell a story about someone struggling with isolation and mental health, but to use Among Us because it was just, it's very out there and it's also easy to grab people's attention yeah, um, yeah. to the story. So we ended up having a of a uh, premiere in my English classroom where like 50 people showed up. So it was a very packed room. And oh, that, wow. that, yeah, that was a really good feeling. Cause uh, before that point, like no one had, people knew I made movies, but I was known as the 
the kid who made stupid videos and that although mm-hmm. among us was stupid it was a very serious movie as i'm sure you if you've seen it uh, it was pretty serious um and after that i thought wow maybe i could like i've always wanted to do film school but now i'm like starting to get to the point where i could do it so uh i ended up joining uh i ended up submitting to multiple film festivals one of them being the old american high school film festival and the one being of course mm-hmm. the lighthouse initiative and mm-hmm. I got into both of them, and that's kind of where I've been at currently. And it's been a really interesting journey. And I just like I'm very thankful for, of course, like my girlfriend Louise Murray and my parents, and of course my grandma for even getting me into it. So it's just been a, it's been a very humbling and really exciting journey I've been on. Yeah, that's wonderful that you've had success with other festivals as well. Uh, the All American High School Film Festival is also a wonderful experience uh, and, and a great film festival to showcase. Uh, your work at yeah. um, that's wonderful yeah I mean your story is very very unique um, and your movies and the plot uh, I think are um, very unique from from many films I mean you know like uh, dealing with a difficult issue um, such as mental health problems but also trying to, to lighten it up a little bit and, and try to, to make it more relatable and kind of quirky by um, uh, integrating Among Us characters yes. um, yeah that's it's definitely a very unique style of filmmaking I think it's it's a great one because um, it's very unique in that way and it's always great to have um, different stuff I mean from uh, what the status is like whatever like is expected you know um, but I, I agree as well that uh, there shouldn't really be like an expected like type of, of movie you know I, I think it's wonderful and, and amazing uh, that you created uh, these kinds of movies, which are much different from uh, uh, the uh, you know m- more generic type of film, which has like a regular plot and characters and everything. Uh, and don't get me wrong, you know, like those those films also are, are nice to watch and they're exciting and fun as well. Uh, but it's always very special to have movies like yours, which which really break the boundaries there and um, uh, make something different. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like uh, on a larger scale, something like Jojo Rabbit is one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies ever. It uses, it tells one of the saddest stories probably of like in recent years and tells the story about like Holocaust and the World War II. Mm-hmm. But the director, Taika Waititi, and also he's the writer, he was able to incorporate comedy to also like, also it makes the heavier scenes come off as way heavier. And I tried to do something similar with that with I'm an imposter. There's not really comedy in it, but it's more like you see a guy in Among Us costume and you kind of want to laugh. Mm-hmm. So you, I use that to ground i use that to like liven it but i also ground it with the deeper messages that it comes with Mm -hmm. and i think you know comedy is always seen as something that you can't tell meaningful stories with but you really can because comedy is almost like a gateway to unlocking some emotions that you might want to keep buried so Mm -hmm. that's the way i like seeing it like i think telling more unique stories is really important especially like you're right more traditional storytelling uh topics are of course needed and everyone loves them and i'm i love them too but telling more unique stories that kind of go beyond a three-act structure or a just like a very like straightforward movie i think that's very important to have some more variety yeah yeah i agree definitely um and getting into more of your movie uh, itself i'm Alan and foster uh tell us a little bit more about the film for the audiences listening absolutely so it stars my friend liam uh, who plays himself but a very cartoonish version of himself in a way very dr- dramatized um and it follows him on his daily occurrences uh where he's starting to be more isolated from his friend the movie opens up at the very end of the film um which shows him hanging up on his friend not speaking to him which uh shows off the theme of kind of isolation and depression and how like you almost feel like it's your fault 
And that leads, of course, into what I'm going to go on to. So it goes on. It's about his like daily, uh, his daily struggle at school with his friends and him trying to just stay put together and not lash out at anyone. And he ends up lashing out at one of his close friends who's trying to take care of him. Mm-hmm. And slowly his mental health begins to deteriorate where he starts uh, hallucinating among his characters, either being who his friends are or just manifesting next to him. And it he decides to confront this Among Us character and the Among Us character takes off his costume and it is revealed that Liam is inside the Among Us costume, which kind of goes in with the title, which is I'm My Own Imposter. And what um, I try to accomplish with that is showing that he thinks that he is the reason why he's so depressed and why he's so isolated because that is something that a lot of people deal with they blame themselves for a lot of things they see themselves as the issue and that they don't deserve happiness when of course everyone does deserve happiness um so he ends up completely spiraling um and it ends off with him kind of giving up completely and becoming one with among us and he paints himself in among us makeup and a teardrop and he you know he cries a little bit um, and the ending was supposed to symbolize like just the worst imaginable situation, just letting go of everything and being trapped in this pit. And we don't know if he gets out of it or what he does next. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it is a very, uh, it, there are scenes that are goofy, but I, I think overall the theme is pr- very serious and it helps. I think the Among Us is actually a really nice metaphor for mental health and isolation that so many, uh, so many uh, like students face too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And especially now, like you said, uh, it, it's just unfortunately very prevalent among the student community uh, and younger people in general around the world with mental health issues. Um, it's, it's truly unfortunate that that is the case, but um, it, it's, it's always amazing to see you know, uh, movies like yours which shed light on that issue, but also uh, make it more relatable and, and um, uh, easier to watch. Uh, and yeah, so tell us a little bit more about the process of making your film. So my films in general take around a few months, like sometimes like the shorter ones take around like three months. Uh, the one I'm working on right now, I've been working on since August, I won't be done until March. Um, so usually it begins with me writing. I use Arc Studio Pro um, just to write all my thoughts out. I use my notes to write my thoughts out. Then mm-hmm. I begin writing. I just try to write whatever down, then I condense it, and then I find the parts that I don't like. And I usually do one or two drafts um, until I have the final copy. And then I have to, I text all my friends. I try to find the cast. I'm usually writing for someone in mind because then it makes it easier for me to imagine what they'll be saying. Um, And probably, of course, the hardest part is the editing. But before that is shooting. And that's hard to get my friends together. But once we all have enough people, we film uh, probably six hour days. So by the end of the day, they are all very tired. and then after we film, it usually takes two or three filming days for the most part. And then after that, we uh, I just sit on my computer, I export all my films, and I begin. I use Premiere Pro. And then I, I begin the incredibly long journey of slowly editing. Um, editing, of course, is the hardest part of filmmaking because it's when you're putting everything together. It's your final vision coming, on, coming up. So that has become the most difficult part for me. I enjoy it. But I would say editing for any new filmmaker is probably the hardest part. But, you know, if, like... like as you probably know, you know, you can use your iPhone for basically every step of filmmaking, whether it's Google mm-hmm. Docs on your phone, even the notes app, iMovie, and then camera. You can tell a good story with just your iPhone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and definitely with new technology nowadays and with phones, it's just so easy to make something so impactful um, and meaningful, like a work of art of a film just through a phone. Uh, like you said, I mean, you can 
uh, draft ideas on there. You can even write out um, your ideas for how like screenplays or scripts will look like, like rough drafts. Um, yeah. You can even make like drafts of the movie um, as kind of like a proof of concept, just like easily with a phone. Um, and then make it into something even better uh, with more equipment. Um, or you can really even film the whole movie on the phone, which is also yeah. um, really popular nowadays among um, student filmmakers. And it's amazing because, I mean, like I said, there's just so much technology nowadays. And, and there's so many resources online as well, like on YouTube, online, uh, that it's very, very easy to, to make movies and to make something meaningful uh, with the resources that you have around you. And it's yeah. great that it's that way. Yeah. Um, and for audiences interested in finding you on social media or on your website, uh, do you have social medias or, or a website? I don't have a website, but I do have a social media. Um, I will pull it up. It, my film account uh, is Billy.Flicks, mm -hmm. which is spelled B-I-L-L-Y-D-O-T-F-L-I-C-K-S. So it's not a dot like a period. It's literally spelled out D-O-T. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, right now I'm actually uh, posting a lot about my new movie. Mm -hmm. which is the remake actually of the movie of Andy and Farhan since when we filmed that movie we actually agreed to uh with all the original actors to film to refilm the original movie and that's what I've been working on right now it's been a really interesting journey that we've been going on mm -hmm. yeah great um and then lastly to wrap up uh what's one piece of advice that you have for aspiring student filmmakers out there I think you should just write something. So many people have come up to me and be like, you know, I really like your moves. I'm always, I want to write something, but I'm so nervous about it. I just think you should write in any way. Because um, writing is the biggest roadblock, I think. You just have to write what you feel and write what you know, write what you don't know. Just get something on the paper. Because once you do, you'll know what your strengths and weaknesses are. And then you'll be able to narrow it down and tell a cohesive and complex story. So I think writing, writing your story, writing your film, is the best thing you can do to start off and just write anything because i really don't think there is a singular bad idea i think if you can make an among us film somewhat doable i think you can basically tell any story anyone can yeah yeah and i agree definitely um just go for it to start writing um think of your ideas and then put them on paper um, and then transform it into a film, you know, like we were yeah. talking about, uh, there's so many resources available nowadays for filmmakers. Um, and it's great that it's that way because um, there's a lot of things to learn from, a lot of things to, to um, act upon and, and to do. Um, and yeah, it's definitely great advice. Yeah. Uh, and, and one last thing, uh, what are your plans for the future? You're making your, your new film now, right? Yeah, of course, the story of Annie Farron is coming out, you know, five years after, so March 10th, 2023. But for more broad terms, I, uh, I just got into LMU. Mm -hmm. um, oh, wonderful, congratulations. Thank, thank you, yeah, so uh, that uh, is probably the school we be going to, either that to Paula Chapman. Mm -hmm. um, I'm waiting to hear back from Chapman, I'm waiting to hear back from financial records, but right now uh, I will be going to film school, hopefully LMU. Um, and I'm excited to pursue film and, you know, with the new job portal opening up, I'm going to apply to a ton of um, places and I'm just overall going to keep continuing my education in film and try to get a job. And I hope to tell stories one day. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, congratulations on your acceptance to LMU and uh, we'll be looking forward to, to seeing how you progress in your filmmaking career, making new movies um, and your, your progress in college and then after that as well. Thank you. All right, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Billy, for being on the Film Sessions podcast today. Uh, it was wonderful having you here and, and learning about uh, your story in, in filmmaking, your progression through uh, your, your filmmaking journey and making your films uh, and your plans for the future. It's, it, it's been uh, wonderful having you. Thank you.
Thank you. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me.